Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are back where we started. It could be described in many ways. A big circle. A big square. Perhaps even a cycle. Oh. Yep, yeah, so uh, <laughs> we're going to start this session here. Um, back in the town of Nirvana, Nevada, um, with Digby and Mary separated, heading out in their own separate ways. We see as Digby walks across this gravel road looking at all sorts of uh, different pieces of scrap metal uh what what would he be doing at at this um this dump basically the uh nirvana waste disposal center digby um nothing suspicious you know he's just looking for some empty uh or full either one uh propane canisters just you know the usual (laughs) i I think it's so funny right right now (laughs) what's funny i think it's so funny that whenever digby is by himself you decide to have him skulking (laughs) (laughs) what he's doing is skulking around looking at suspicious objects and you get mad when people think you're a bit of a creeper (laughs) i'm just saying i'm just saying he's just an old he's just an old man this whole entire thing started like that digby was creeping around by a school his way of travel Uh uh-huh yeah And, and as you pick up one of these propane canisters and shake it up in the air uh like a madman, uh, a kid walks by and goes, "Sir, <laughs> sir, what are you? What um, are you doing?" I, uh, I'm impromptu uh, football. Yeah, I uh, popped mine last week, and uh, I'm looking for a replacement. You know, just tossing it up and down. See, 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 <laughs> see the weight. You know, you've done this before. Yeah, right. yeah. My, me and my, me and my dad play. We play catch all the. T- uh, we play catch all the time. Do you wanna? Do you wanna play catch, sir? Oh, that's all right. I, I'm pretty busy. I need to find several more of these. I've, I've got, um, a lot of people to play catch with. Oh. You'll excuse me. <laughs> Davy. Oh, oh, okay. And he he starts walking away. You see this little boy. Uh, he's wearing overalls. He has the strawberry blonde hair, um, and in his deep, light blue eyes, you can hear, you can see tears start to form um, as he wanders away. Digby, you jerk! <laughs> and so we cut to Mary. Um, <laughs> and Mary, you are on your way, walking down the sidewalk. Um, about a block and a half from the well from the Clara Schaefer Memorial Library what would she be doing on the walk there um is she <laughs> i think she'd try looking 
inconspicuous because what she's about to do makes her very uncomfortable. So in an in an attempt to look non-conspicuous, she kind of shoves her hands down in her pockets and does a a weird funky walk up towards the library. So it's one of those situations where she's trying her very, very best not to look conspicuous and in turn looks like the most suspicious individual of all time. Yeah, exactly. Which is really funny (laughs) because she gets to the library. She's passing the police station. So it's it's going great. Yeah. Uh, You see as you pass this uh, police station, a couple of the cops actually like lower their sunglasses looking at you um as you wander forward (laughs) hey guys you know you know me just going to get some reading in are you stealing something what are you ma'am are you stealing something are you like what no 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 no. here to just have cold hands No, no no look look and she pulls her hands out of her pockets like, see? See him? No stealing. Just just going to the library. You're going to steal from the library? N- no. I'm going to do homework at the library. Then why didn't you bring anything? I brought my brain. Okay, checks out. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they go back to talking. And, uh, you wander back. Yeah. Would, uh, would Mary, actually, I wanted to ask this question for a while. Would Mary wear any sort of, like, backpack or anything since she is a student? Would she have any sort of bag or backpack? Um, she would, but she doesn't have it on her because of where she woke up. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And as we sort of zoom out on both of these perspectives, uh, we actually flash back to the morning. Um, the night before, you had both decided to crash at the bunker, startled by the fact that you were seemingly back in time, back before any of the other stuff had happened. Uh, back when it was... You two and Dakota. And you sort of both meditated on this as you went to sleep in your respective rooms. And as you drifted off to sleep, Digby, you wake up in a dark, dark area. Different from where I went to sleep. Oh, yeah, very different from where you went to sleep. Where you went to sleep, uh, the bunker sort of had this, like, low lighting coming from inside of the ventilation. Um, Looked like it had all been lit up. Uh, There were, like, little little bits of illumination um, about. uh, But here it's just just dark. Uh, You can see the moon shining overhead um, as you are deep down. Um, in this rocky area. And the scene that plays out before you um, 
is the Wendigo. It's hulking, standing seven feet. It's, it is this massive creature, uh, but it is not all well. It's burning. It is, it is on fire. It's burning, and it, it seems that the sap, this black goo that covers it, sort of hardens on its body and keeps it in place. It's it's stuck. It's it's stuck in place. And then you can see Mary going up. She looks a she looks a bit different than she does now. Um, she's sort of a a little bit edgier, you would say. Um, more bags under the eyes. Uh, just just a more sharp look to her. Uh, and she goes up ready to charge up some sort of like spiritual blast some sort of like sonic scream or whatever her her hair turns this white pigment um but nothing happens like mary's just doing that and there's nothing going on her hair turns back her pupils return to her eyes. And she just sort of sits there sniffling. And she doesn't know what to do. And then you wake up back in the bunker. Oh. <laughs> Mary? Mm-hmm. As you go to sleep? You would have uh what would what would she have done before she'd gone to sleep? What what was like her bedtime ritual? Um Well, assuming Barkin doesn't have any skincare essentials, she she does her best to replicate her normal nighttime routine with face masks and thin things. Uh, it's not quite the same, but it's very... You can tell she's done this before. You, like, you can see all of these, like, cleaning products and, like, old, like, self-care products um from like way back in the 60s and 70s she cries um, a little bit and puts hand sanitizer on her face <laughs> um yeah and she would lie down in her little cot and fall asleep and unlike digby's dream she is not consumed by this blackness but the sky is red. It's the same red you saw in the Schaefer Estate. Deep and almost liquid in a sense. Inside of the town, you look around and you see all of the citizens. Some familiar faces, some unfamiliar 
your father clutch their heads as their eyes start to bleed. You run around frantically trying to get their attention, but no one, not a single person, reacts. And then all at once, their heads explode into this red vapor. And as that red vapor disperses up into the sky, the world drains of color. This red light turns pale. And then color returns to the world as everything resets. And then Mary wakes up. Um, so it is the morning after um, you guys both had these dreams, these premonitions. Um, however you would like to interpret those. Uh, but Mary, you would have woken up to uh, sweet dreams, huh, Mary? Ah, shut up. What's your name, Frank? I... We're gonna go with Frank today. No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh -huh, I have uh -huh. actually. Okay, okay, Frank. All right. Okay. Did I've you gone have by sweet many dreams? Names over the years, I've had many, many hosts. It's okay. All right. Yeah, I, I had such sweet dreams. We shared That's the same so mind, great. Mary. I know what you saw. I know what you saw. All right. Mm. Are you going... Is this a mocking day? Are you going to mock know. me? I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any tips on how to deal with that? Oh, no? That's so great. I'm yes. going to go have breakfast. The answer to your question is yes. I do have tips on how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm you all see, ears. I didn't lose any of my memory, Mary. I know exactly what happened. And what happened is that you were too weak to protect the people that you care about. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to go have a healthy, balanced breakfast and chill the fuck out. Okay, then. You go do that. And you can feel the presence leave your mind. All right. And you guys both walk out into this common room. Um, Digby, how you how you holding up? Uh, he's not... Digby's not quite sure what to think of himself. He's a little worried. Because of that dream last night, um, thankfully it's given him f something to think about and plan for. Yeah, okay, that's good. What do you guys each have for breakfast? There's a fully stocked refrigerator. Um, Digby, you took care of yourself. You're fine. You what? What would Digby have stocked the refrigerator with? Digby, I think 
Digby is an oatmeal guy. He's an oh. oatmeal guy. Yeah. So instead, the pantry, um, yeah. the the <laughs> panic room that you have, sort of like <laughs> the panic room that you have sort of turned into a pantry for your own uses <laughs> has so much oatmeal in it 30 pounds of oatmeal that you got for 40 dollars <laughs> um there was a place just out of, outside of town um it's called earth stare going out of business and they uh they uh sold you 30 pounds of oatmeal for 40 what a bucks steal Mary? Oatmeal? <laughs> oh yeah, she actually is an oatmeal person. Do you guys do up your oatmeal at all? Any any fixins like bananas, honey? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. A nice cinnamon oatmeal. Yeah. So you guys are sitting there um, eating your oatmeal. And uh, Barkin walks out. He's sort of He's got these deep bags under his eyes. He's got his usual fishy complexion. Um, I'm actually going to take a moment to describe him a little bit because I've had a year to stew on what his design looks like. Um, It's this man uh, wearing these blue uh, jean material overalls. Um, He has this flannel on underneath that with these cuffed... um, cuffed cuffs <laughs> he's it he's it all he's it all folded up uh nicely um his hair his white gray hair is slicked back um in a like messy fashion um but you can see like a gill protruding out top of his head sort of like dispersing where he slicked that hair back um his ears have scales on them. Um, and as for his face, he has this big, bushy mustache that reaches down um, below his mouth um, and even below his chin. Sort of one of those, like... Is it a handlebar? Know, yeah, it's a handlebar. Mustache, handle nice. Um, it's a big, bushy handlebar mustache. Uh but you can you can see scales sort of emanating from around his mouth, ah, uh, and that's that's Barkin. Yippee! <laughs> and he goes, "How you guys doing?" I'm doing so great. I'm doing, doing so fine. great. Ah, uh, so great is a relative term. Average. Yeah. You're doing average on a day like this. This is an important day. Well, I feel like I'd, I don't know, jinx something if I were overly, if I had an up-and-at-em attitude about all this. All right, well, you know who's been up-and-at-em for 48 hours? I Uh, bet it's you. Yeah, uh, special guests... Uh, Mary, you you guessed right. It's me. I've been up and at him trying to track down this goddamn Wendigo, and uh, I have some good news and I have some bad news. 
bad news first. So the Wendigo is probably going to do whatever it's planning to do tonight. Like like oh. by tonight, tonight. by sundown. Oh. That doesn't give us a lot of time. I've been tracking its movements. It's been gathering it's been gathering body parts. It's been gathering individual bits of 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 people, and uh, it's been doing one victim a day. And if I'm looking at the anatomy of a human body, uh, it has one piece left. You, you you know what it has, like. Well, the only the... thing I know is that the one piece is real. <laughs> Digby collapses on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Digby was secretly uh, a weeb this whole time. Can we get much hair? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, uh, yeah, um, if we look at all the parts that have been taken, uh, the thing it needs to complete it, it needs a ear. It needs a single ear. And uh, it's probably going to strike tonight. Uh, probably going to take that ear. Probably going to complete its evil plan. As far as plans go, uh, stealing body parts is pretty evil as is. So whatever he's doing with that, uh, also probably pretty sinister. Yeah. I, I think you're right on the money with that one. Exactly. Um, so the way it's hunting has sort of worked is it steals the thing sort of as the sun goes down and then retreats wherever um, at night. Uh, I analyzed it using a satellite last night. Uh, I can't look inside of the town uh but i know when it entered and when it exited how do i have access to a government satellite we will we may never know then you hear this voice kick on from the ventilation we most certainly know barkin i gave you access to that yeah well i wanted to keep some mystique with it you get no mystique, Barkin. You are an old man. Stupid old man. Yeah, well, okay, all right. I Now I feel bad about myself. It's okay. We we all have voices. You that don't look tell a day over things. 40. Digby, I am 86 years old. Ah. <laughs> Of course I don't look a day over 40. Anyway, let's get you guys situated. So, uh, come on, come on. Let's go. Let's go to the meeting room. And um, he opens up this door. Uh, this is where you guys, a year ago, watched all of his research footage. Um, or, <laughs> you guys, the players, uh, 
played out this thing a year ago, not literally a year ago in the events of the game. Yeah. Um, it's it's this room with a long table and this projector uh, sitting on one end. Um, of course, this projector like tarp or mat or like screen. Yep, screen. That's the word I was looking for. Um, is sitting on the other end. Uh, it sort of hangs down. Um, he pulls it down uh, and grabs some visual aids. Uh, these projector reels. Uh, where do you guys want to sit? There, there's, uh, there's chairs on either side. Something deep down in Mary's gut tells her to sit on the table, and she doesn't quite know why, but it Mary? feels right. Mary, I swear to fucking God, I swear to God, if you sit on that table again, and I have to project this image on the back of your head... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I hear voices, ah, it told me to... <laughs> um yeah so you guys sit down um and he plops those visual aids into the projector uh you see it plastered up on screen an image of the wendigo he goes this is what we know the wendigo secretes some sort of oil or gel or something but this black substance uh, we, we don't know what its capabilities are, we don't know what it can do, um, but we know that it secretes it, and we know that it utilizes it in some way. Uh, Mary, you've had a run-in with this creature before, um, right? Uh, yeah, I have. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you found it at the edge of the quarry. After you told me about that, I went into more analysis about, like, the quarry and the history of this thing. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary until a couple of days ago with the murder of the Sevotech employees. So, I'm thinking that this was ground zero. This was this was ground zero for this event was these boys blowing up the old shaft tunnels. So if my knowledge is correct, if my brain a workadirk the way that it's supposed to, then this and he points to the graphic of the quarry is its base. Hmm. Yeah. Seems reasonable enough. More specifically, the tunnels underneath. But, uh, yeah, we can just use the general quarry as we're alluding to it. We don't need to say the quarry uh, lower tunnel AB negative squared times right. the root of pi plus ultra. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um... Do you have any questions? Can I shed any light on anything? Any details? Do you um know on average like when it's in and out of the quarry, when it leaves, when it when it stays there? So, like I said, this thing has a tendency to go out hunting as the sun is setting. Right. 
and then be back by the time it's set. Okay. For whatever reason, this thing doesn't like hunting during the day, and it doesn't like hunting in the midst of night. Interesting. Yeah, for whatever reason. But, um... I'd say that uh, we need to put together some sort of fancy-dancy plan, re-lickety-split, or this thing is going to endanger everyone. And uh, as he says that, he goes to the next slide. And you can see the anatomy of the human mind uh, sort of plastered up there. Uh, This brain taken apart. He goes, So... For whatever reason, Nirvana is a weird sort of space that alters your cognition. It alters your ability to perceive events, or maybe I I theorize that maybe it alters the events themselves and pulls from your brain, but I don't know which one's right. I don't know much. I've done this in the last 12 hours. I really should be getting a lot of, like, applause here um but i mean my nobel prize is gonna have to wait probably until i'm dead me and mother Teresa can fucking bitch about it in hell i'm sure you will um and he goes yeah so this thing changes the way that your brain works um it it puts in this this set of guidelines okay sort of subverts things so things that would seem strange and out of place be, become normal inside of the borders but the more erratic these strange things become the the less it can hide it from you so like if an alien walked into the town of nirvana nevada it would look like a guy. But then if that alien started mauling somebody, it would, like that that illusion would dissipate and it would look like its true form. So what the minds start to do in this case is attack themselves. They start to go into overdrive. This illusory defense mechanism starts to work really hard. And then he shows this graphic of this three-step process. So here we have mild discomfort. Seeing one strange thing out of the ordinary will send somebody into a pretty severe headache for days. Now, this also comes with the consequence of uh, unfocus, uh, wandering about, sort of like a sort of like a zombie-like state a little bit, but you're still conscious. And then he moves on to two. They become completely unresponsive after they've seen like one or two, like a couple of things. If a couple of things completely break the immersion, this is what happens. They become shamblers, basically. Would um, would these couple of things need to happen in succession or? Uh, well, I would. So here's what would happen. If one event took place 
and they saw, they would start getting the discomfort. Right. This would last for several days. If at any point in that several day period they experience another event, yeah, they're they're becoming a shambler. Okay. And if that specific event continues on for longer, their heads explode. Their heads explode into confetti scanner style. Yeah, it's not a it's not a pretty image. Um but it's it's what happens. So, I mean <clears throat> I don't know what this thing is attempting to do. But whatever it is, it's most likely not going to be very good for the town. Already we've had a couple of people shambling around because of these Wendigo attacks. Already? Yeah. I'll also say this. Most everyone in this ding-dong town doesn't want to leave. Why? Because, again, the subconscious subversion won't let them. It wants to keep them inside. So... If you want to, if we're trying to evacuate anyone, if if that's the plan, that's almost never going to work. To to get somebody outside of this town, you literally had to put me in a car and like drive me. You literally had to kidnap me, and then I was in severe physical pain for a very long time. That was not a fun experience for both parties involved. Yeah, yeah. And even then, I was already fighting the thing internally. Uh, most of these people don't even know that they're being assaulted mentally, so they're they're not fighting back against anything. Very, very much like a we are in the Matrix scenario, and these guys are all asleep, and we are awake. We are woke. We are red pilled. <laughs> they are all blue pilled. I. <laughs> I don't know why you two are red-pilled, but, you know, I'm going to stop with this analogy before... I I think that's for the best. ...the uh, Republican Redditors get me and find me (laughs) and start bashing me for using their lingo. Nothing. Nothing. Mary, you've never been on Reddit before, have you? No. Good. Good. (laughs) Good. I'm looking at you, audience. If you're using Reddit right now as you're listening to this podcast, this is a PSA. Stop. Go and browse some other social media account. Browse our other podcasts and things. Even if you're listening as you're looking at posts, just stop. Go on Tumblr. Have you ever been on Tumblr? Have you been on Tumblr in the last couple of years? Tumblr's Tumblr. letting Tumblr's letting it's a pretty sexy niche. things come back. Uh. Platform. They are. Yeah, but but change it up. Use Tumblr. Stop using Reddit. Um, do we use at Twitter. Imaginots, Don't use Twitter, actually. Do, we at Imaginots do not endorse uh, Reddit, Twitter. Uh, this is going to age like a fine cheese. Like a fine cheese when we have our own subreddit. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't go on Reddit unless it's 
our Unless it's subreddit. our subreddit. <laughs> Unless it's r slash Lazarus. We are officially gaslighting you. <laughs> and we're keeping it in the podcast. And that has been our regularly scheduled break. That Thank was you. the mid-roll. <laughs> that was the mid-roll, yeah. All right, so uh, what is the what is the plan? What are we doing here? Uh, what, how are we keeping these guys' heads from exploding scanner style? First thing I can think of is uh, getting rid of the problem, the Wendigo. Yeah. S- okay. Okay. So how I... do we? How do we go about that? How do we go about that one? I hmm. definitely encountered it. I definitely remember it, and I think that I should kill it with powers that I definitely have. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, you use, Um, yeah, your wacky magic powers. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do think that we should confront it before sunset because if we confront it after it might like it might have completed something that it uh, I can't I can't speak uh, I, I I do think we should do this before sunset when it goes out to hunt all right uh well we could try and suss out its next target i mean i don't know any way to sort of like divine that um other than watching it i mean well yeah but once it goes into the town it disappears uh i can talk with it i think i know i can talk with it what i I can connect to its brain hat what yeah I can. Mary, maybe. Well, I, no, I can. No, I can. You can't. should do that when you're that absolutely I, sure. I am sure. I am work. sure. I still know how to use my powers. I, uh. I, I just. All right, then do I'm something with sure. your powers right now. They're on a cooldown period. They're on a cooldown period. Just a little one. A little cooldown period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary, okay. mm-hmm. if you do not make Digby's hair set on fire right now, I am going to take whoa, whoa, you whoa. off of this mission. Um, <laughs> how about a different what, little on. trick other than setting my hair? Well, <laughs> set his hair on well, fire. Make him bald. Make so, him bald. I want to slap no, his head. Make no. him bald. So, fun thing. So, we're all on the same page that I have a little tiny voice in my head. We know. Uh-huh. You, yeah. you, you hear the voices, right? Yeah, you hear voices. We know, that yeah. we know that you're crazy. Not voices, just the voice. His name's Frank today. Anyway, um... Mary, my name isn't his Frank. His name's Frank. My name is as... he's Ad- really, really nice. And because he's so nice, and he likes me so much, he is letting me take a break from using them right now and instead he's recommending that I take a self-care day 
at the library. For, mm-hmm. for the whole day, meaning that you're not going, going to be able to help? No, yes, I am. With... I, I am going to be able to help once I am done d- self-caring. I at will. The library. Yes, I will kill the monster with the powers that I know how to use. They're just on cooldown. Mary. Hmm? So you're saying you can't use your powers? No, that's Unless not true. Unless she goes to the library. That's not true. I can see letters sometimes. Okay. Mary, so... not the letters again. Yes, I can. I We've swear to God. We've already spoken about this. There, there's no letters on the walls. I punched the letters in. Yes, okay, there were. That, that was a full. That could have been a coincidence. All right. There were letters, and I used my powers to see them. And also, I have a magical ladle. Maybe not anymore, oh, but I God. did. Mary, let's look. I think it's best to stop talking. Okay. All right, Mary. Mary, 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 Mary. Mm-hmm. If you want to convince Barkin that you that you don't, if you want to convince Barkin that you have access to your powers, but like are just choosing not to, I need you to roll a manipulate somebody roll. I got a ten, baby. Nice. All right. So on a ten plus, um, <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Okay. But if you are not going to use your powers, I need you to take this. Um, and out of his back pocket, he pulls out the most beautiful, like, sculpted golden revolver you have ever seen in your in your life it is this 36 caliber beautiful gun with this um wood like paneling on the side of the handle and he sort of slides it across the desk to you you still need to you still need a way to defend yourself I, I still can use my powers, but I will take this just in case. Mary, Mary do you know... Is it... Do, Barkin, is the safety on on that thing? Did you... All right. Uh, I Yeah. Yeah, well, it is, and yeah, she picks it up and waves is, it around. Digby, See? Digby, listen. I, I, don't, I don't know, but this is, this is bad. We are not normal people. Barkin, Mary with a gun makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> my life is in danger. Mary with a gun makes you uncomfortable. You know what should make you uncomfortable? What? Cactuses. They're fucking everywhere. So shut your pie hole, go into the fucking town, get the shit, and get the get the fuck get the fuck to the Wendigo. Beat its ass. Mary with a gun is the least of your fucking worries. Mary with a gun is awesome. Yeah, it's fine, Barkin. All right, I'll haul my ass into town and get whatever. Yeah, just come up with a fucking plan. She's gonna go and take a mental health day, apparently, and you 
What are you going to do? I I have an idea in mind. Something to something something to deal deal with the threat we're facing here. All right. And yeah. Okay. Let's meet back here at noon, okay? Okey you guys dokey. have the entire morning to do whatever, but we need to come up with a final plan by then. Sounds if good I don't to me. see you guys again, well, you're probably the best chance we have. This town's population is 165 people. That's 165 lives. So let's carpe some DMs. Hello, hello, and welcome to the mid-roll. I'm going to share with you some plans, some uh, links, and some... Uh, I'm going to give some thanks. As of this point right now, I ha we have recorded the rest of the arc. It's going to be this episode, and then one more episode, and then we're going to be done. We are going to then take a break uh, from producing and recording until... Uh, january and we're going to use january to just stock up on episodes and content and get all of our things settled um so the next episode episode nine of lazarus uh beginning of the new arc will go up hopefully january 15th um but the end of this the end of this arc i am going to post specially and specifically on the 31st uh new year's eve which is a little it's just a little bit of poetry just a little bit of poetry just wanted to get that done um of course this one is going up today and then uh not to date this too much but in precisely one two three four i can just do math 11 day 12 days from now um that'll be that'll be when we're gonna do it uh some exciting things coming up i am currently having some character art commissioned for the characters so that's going to be going up in episode eight's mid-roll um i already got the digby stuff in very 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 exciting it looks so so good um yeah yeah dude uh patreon is great as always uh i've included a stretch goal um i don't know if i talked about this in the last uh mid-roll or not but that stretch goal is going to be a show swap so the guys from choice Schwabage are going to come over here and do a lazarus one shot and the Lazarus guys are going to go and review something Batman on Shui Schwarbage. Uh, so that is $100. Um, once we've achieved 100 bucks a month, uh, we will go ahead and make that specialty project and then establish some more stretch goals in the future. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, we have our $3, $5, and $10 tiers, respectively. That is the Argonaut, Astronaut, and Imaginaut tiers. Um they all have their own little things to offer. Um, I'm actually going to link the Patreon in the description of the episode this time, uh, if I can remember to do that. Uh, I've been meaning to, but I haven't for the last couple of episodes. Uh, so if you would like to support the show in any financial fashion, uh, please do 
consider our Patreon. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Please tell other people that you know about the podcast. Uh, and just keep listening, you know? Um, I We don't have many concurrent listeners, but the ones that we do have tell us that it's very good and that uh, it's engaging. And I that's happy to hear. Um, and I look forward to seeing the numbers reflect that a little bit more. Uh, so thank you. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a lovely, lovely time listening to the rest of this episode. And as we cut back, <laughs> you guys are each in your own respective locations. Mary, you have reached the entrance to the Clara Schaefer Memorial Library and Digby you have assembled all but one part of your masterpiece. (laughs) All right. The last thing you need is a tube to sort of tie this one mechanism together. But you're not going to find it here. Um, I see. Where would Digby go to look for it? Find it in a different place. Uh, Hmm. Can you, Quentin? Can you remind me where? Um, I mean, would Lawrence's shack have what I'm looking for? I feel, forget where so, that is, but like that's old is that somewhere we can go. Oh no, never mind. That's old Nirvana. Whoops. Yeah, old yeah. Nirvana was um, sort of swallowed up. Yeah. Um, yeah in this yeah. big old sinkhole. Um, but but uh, Lawrence's shack is the dilapidated shack that. Y- that the bunker is underneath okay um so if you want to just kick around like the upstairs portion um there's there's some stuff you could probably find it's got like amenities okay digby um is gonna try his luck over there then okay so after uh, gathering all this scrap um Digby Digby gathers himself and starts heading back in the direction of the bunker. Mary, you are at the Clara Schaefer Memorial Library, and as you open the vast double doors and walk inside, you see this spiral staircase uh, in this front desk and a woman sitting there. And she goes, Hello, uh, welcome to the Clara Schaefer Memorial Library. Um, can I help you? Uh, um, yes. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking for a category of book that I don't know. I don't know if you guys will have, but I figured I would ask. Okay. Um, I'm doing a school project on, on paganism. And You're doing a school project on paganism. Yes. What class is this for? History. It's for history. history. Mm-hmm. Pagan, pagan history. No, it's a unit in my history class. On on paganism. Yes. Okay then. Um. Oh, okay. Um, 
I was just wondering if you guys had any books on Satan or demons or <laughs> that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, Satan's or demons? Um, and she sort of pulls out. Or she, no, she pulls up. She's in this rolling desk. Or she's in this rolling chair at this desk. Uh, and she sort of spins around. Um, and Le Hacker style uh, starts hammering down on this old 90s uh, computer terminal. Um, clicking through folders and folders and folders of stuff. Um, until she finds something. And she's like, oh, this is... I mean, this is the closest to what you're going to be looking for. Um, yeah, it is up on the third floor, and it is in the religious texts section. Okay, oh, um, one more thing, and I yeah. don't know if you'll have this one. Uh, do you guys have the Book of Death? by chance the the book of the book of death yeah like from the mummy i don't know yes yeah okay um hmm no no we we do not have the book of death okay uh, totally cool okay yes all right. Are you going to uh, are you going to be on your way? Yep. Yep. Thank you. All right. Have a good time, darling. Thank. Thanks. Okay. I will uh, see you. See you later. Checking out that book on Satan. Yep. Because that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. For a school project. And homeschooled. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I get it a lot. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna go yep. now. Okay. All right. See ya. And uh, she turns back to her computer. I like her. Um. So would you? Would you go back up? Yeah. To the to the third floor. Check yeah. the section that she said so. And okay. also, wasn't the book of death the one you wanted me to get? Or the demon uh, you, wanted me to you get? You did get it. Do we still have the possessions that we had from the before times? No, you have you have nothing. Okay. So it wasn't a completely dumb question. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have any of the inventory that you had from the Schaefer estate. Okay. Okay. Um Digby, you would actually have your notebook, your original notebook, completely re like reassembled uh you would know that oh, okay. some of your notes actually are are missing um, not so okay well not that they have been like torn out but like the paper's just blank they haven't been written yet i see um ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> mary you're walking around this library and you can hear in the back of your mind, Mary. Mm-hmm. Hi, Frank. Take a left right now. What? No. 
down down that aisle right there take a take a left okay i i am now going to need you to tap into your powers i'm going to need you to use the site to find the exact book that we need. Jesus Christ, why do you think I'm here? I can't use them. What do you mean you can't use them? I Just mean, I try. can't use them. Just close your... Then how were you doing it before? I don't know. I was in a tense situation. That seems to be how it works in like all of the movies. I don't know. So you reacted to something. Your powers are reactive. Mm-hmm. So if I'm just standing here in the goddamn library, I don't think I'm going to be able to use my powers. All right. All right, then, Mary. <laughs> Let's see this, then. And, um, you can feel your sight leaving you what the uh, fuck darkness darkness is closing in on the edges of your vision um and the world around you is disappearing <laughs> this isn't this isn't funny frank mary you're only going to be able to see if you use the sight uh Use your powers. Get out of this situation. Or I'm gonna start turning up the heat. Shit. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Um. I got an eight. Um. Yeah. You're gonna have to roll that one with disadvantage. Why? Because. Because. Okay. Because you're disadvantaged. (laughs) That's crazy. Because Mary's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, so you crit on the other one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So an eight is a mixed success. Um, And what that gets you... Let's see. Ooh, the spooky. That's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. So this is use magic. Um, You have gotten the intended effect, but you can choose a glitch. Uh, Um, The effect is weakened. The effect is of short duration. You take one harm, ignore armor. The effect, the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or it has a problematic side, side effect. Let's have it, let's say, a shorter duration. Okay. Um, you can feel... So, have you ever seen, like, a movie where they have, like, an echolocation-type deal? Like, like where they try to, like, show sonar, like, mm-hmm. the blue light sort of illuminating the shape of objects but not seeing the objects? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that, except it's this fiery blue ethereal light um, outlining every object. The bookcases look empty, but you know that there are books on them. It's just the infrastructure that you can see. 
you can see through things. Um, you can see the woman downstairs. You can see a little wisp inside of her chest. Oh. Um, and as you walk forward, you can see a light. A the, the same sort of fiery um, type texture, but it's red and it stands out among everything else. But uh, it is on the other side of the floor. I'm going to need Mary to make an act under pressure to get there before your sight runs out. Uh, okay. Act under pressure, that's cool, right? Yep. <laughs> I got another eight. Yippee. Yippee. <laughs> um, so, Mary, you are running through. You are looking at all of these bookcases. Um, and I am going to offer you a choice. On your way there, you knock over a bookshelf like like completely knock it over it tumbles to the ground all of the books fall out you have made a complete and utter mess and you can see the woman from downstairs get up and start to walk up and so you can either clean up this mess that you've made completely make it so that it never even happened or you can grab the book. Uh, I'm going to grab the book. Okay. You run closer and closer. You grip it. And then your sight goes away. You are back in the dark. But I can see, right? Nope. I'm blind. You are, you are blind. That's not fair! Hmm. It's still a weakness, Mary. Are you fucking kidding me? You're a liability. If we're actually going to face anything, you need to be better. If I'm such a liability, why don't you go find someone else to live in? What? What are you talking about? I don't know how I started having these fucking powers. No, but I have no. a feeling they didn't just come from anywhere. I think they're from you. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. I'm going to need you to calm down. All right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I need babe, to I'm the babe, one that needs listen, to calm down. Listen. I'm going to need you to calm down, okay? I you've just knocked over a big old bookcase yeah and whose fault is that all of this all of this is your fault i don't know who you think i am uh i'm not god i'm a librarian and 
librarians don't have the power to make your life bad. We just make your life good by having you read stuff. Oh, oh my god. I'm so sorry. It's... I'm not going to say that it's okay. Um, but it's not the worst. Um, could you maybe stand up and show me the book that you grabbed? Maybe? Just maybe so I can... Yeah, just... yeah, absolutely. And um, she looks at it. Or she takes it out of your hand and looks at it. I'm sorry, I don't even know what it is. I can't... I can't see at the we moment. Don't... No, we don't carry this book. <sighs> I, t I told you we didn't carry this book. This, is, this book is not real. This is... That's... That's weird. Um, okay. That's very weird. Did you bring this with you? I no, you didn't, because I saw you grab it off of the shelf. This is weird. Um Okay. Uh love. Mm -hmm. Would you mind maybe cleaning up the, the, the mess you made here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, hey, 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 you okay? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay. I'm sorry. No, I I can tell that you you're upset. No, um, no, I I'm not. No, no, no. Hey, hey, I have a little bit of a of a reputation for being an empath. I uh. <laughs> you, you're uh you're crying, and not many people know this, but sometimes when people are crying, they're upset. Um, I will be okay. I I've had a weird couple of days, but I, I'm going to be okay. So I'm just going to clean up the mess over there. Um, and then I will get my book on paganism for my homeschool class and I will be out of your hair. Still still a very, very tricky, weird situation that you've presented to me for why you need this particular book that we do not carry in our library that you have somehow been able to whisk out of thin air. Yeah, well, I'm Just a pretty... Just one of those days, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty peculiar person. You should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> And uh, you can hear her walk away and walk down the steps. Um, as your as your sight comes back to you. Huh. I guess I do need you to read the book. Yeah, I'm going to clean up the fucking bookshelf first, Frank. I, my, f God fucking, my name is not Frank. Mm-hmm. It is today. Um, so you're cleaning up the bookshelf? Yeah, and then I'll get started reading the book. Alright, so it is then that we'll cut back to Artie. Artie, 
um digby is sort of poking around the old the old house that's Um, wild (laughs) it's this one story shack um well there's one story intact there is this staircase that goes upwards but there's a massive chunk taken out of it um so unless he wanted to like push himself and do some Mm. like parkour or find a ladder or something he can't get upstairs um it's it's this one room um with this bed and underneath that is the little the little latch to get down into the bunker and then of course upstairs okay um there's is there anything on the bed um on the bed there is not um yeah how about um i think i digby will be inclined to try and take a look look at the bunker take a look at the bunker um okay so as you climb down into the bunker i mean it's your guys's bunker it's where you've been bunkering up there you go how how's how's the state of it is it looking okay is it so the thing that disrepair? we just to describe redescribe this bunker in detail yeah it is this room out of time it is this big 50s um like really ugly looking carpet um <laughs> this weird zany looking furniture um very pastel metal walls um it looks like one of those it it looks like it's out of like an austin powers movie huh okay um there's there's a sign that says groovy baby um so it's (laughs) it's between like this this austin powers like i i like like an Austin Powers pad and like a fifties like nuclear family home. Okay. Um Yeah. Uh and of course there's like exposed wiring and like ventilation and stuff all over the place. But it's not it's not like it doesn't look disheveled, it just looks like it was sort of haphazardly built. Okay. Um is it just the one room or or is there any other passageways? So to be it is there's the one main room and then there is of course a little hallway with three individual rooms uh with right. these cots in them. Uh that's where you stayed uh last night. Um mm-hmm. there is the panic room which has been reconfigured into that pantry. Um, there's a little kitchenette. Um, there is the workshop um, where Digby has all of his tools and welding equipment and stuff. Um, and, of course, there's the meeting room. Digby's inclined to see if the last thing he's looking for, maybe it's... I don't know, buried a bunch, 
under a box of stuff in the welding in the <laughs> in the um workshop maybe uh okay um just roll sharp oh wow <laughs> so that's a that's a 12 holy shit yeah <laughs> um on a 12 on an unnatural 12 you you find what you're looking for um nice. you find the exact spec um of tube you were looking for how convenient for that to be there so combined with everything else um you are able to craft this or i mean like you you have all of the individual pieces okay to craft what you have been thinking about making is it gonna take some time to make this it is gonna take a little bit of time it's probably gonna take up until noon okay in that case i think digby should start working on it as soon as possible okay um and that is what digby does until we have our little meeting um mary uh you have (laughs) finished cleaning up okay um so she takes the book evidently the book of death and she goes over to a table and she flips it open so the language inside is indecipherable as you look down at the page you can feel this pressure in the back of your mind like the demon is peeking in and the words look jumbled they 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 just they're unintelligible they look like they're smothered smeared on the page okay she closes it immediately and goes to try and read another book uh that one is the same as well (laughs) mary you have to are you fucking with me what this isn't real i'm dreaming i'm dreaming What? I can't read. And she goes to pick up another book and tries to read it. Um, no. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fucking whoop, Frank. What do you mean you can't read? I mean, all of these words look jumbled and smushed up on the page. You know, it's funny. I didn't really pay attention when Digby was reading all those books back at the estate because really, I don't give much of a shit what he has to say. But there was this really interesting thing that he said about dreaming. Yes. When one is dreaming, if you really want to know whether or not you're conscious, a good sign, a good thing to look for, is whether or not you can read. Okay, Mary, I, uh, I hate, I hate to break this to you, but you are fully lucid right now. Are you serious? Yeah, like, what, what am I, what am I supposed to do, prove it to you? 
I know I don't necessarily trust you. Okay. Are you gonna do something stupid and dangerous on purpose to try and test? No, no. I just want you to wake me up. I... Mary, Hmm. you are awake. You are awake right now. Okay, okay. Why can't I read anything in this library? I don't know. She starts pinching herself. It doesn't have any effect. They're kicking chairs lightly. She doesn't want to make another mess again. It doesn't do anything. God! All right, Mary. Can you, you read? Are... When I when I look at these books, can you see the words? Yes. <laughs> of course you can. Of course you can. Okay, why don't you tell me what I'm supposed to be reading? A spell, Mary. A spell in the Book of Death. <laughs> like Harry Potter? No, a, a, a spoken word. Okay. What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? You are supposed to say... The spell. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> You're supposed to say the word spell backwards. Spell backwards. Plus? No, Spell. that was a joke. <laughs> that's, oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. You are supposed to say the word in the spell book, which I cannot say. How, how fucking convenient. All right, you know what, Mary? You can figure this out by yourself. I've been trying to do anything by myself all day, so why don't you just butt out? All right, fine. And uh, you can feel it dissipate again. Ooh, and I hurt his do you feelings. St- do you still have the books open? Mm-hmm. Uh, they all sort of reconfigure themselves. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. That's that's fun to note. Okay, I go back to the the one book and I try to read the spell. Uh the page that you were opened up to um is a spell called uh truth seeking. Um you can divine one mystic truth um but there is a minor sacrifice that must be paid. Uh, fuck that. She's not about to go sacrificing at the moment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start flipping through. Is there anything, anything particularly helpful, or should I really, really be focusing in? Um, you, you basically see like a couple of allusions to the way that your power, or your powers work. Um. You can see that this is a reprint of a book written um, by a woman with a name you cannot pronounce. Um, 
but this is it has been transcribed by uh Jim Ashton. Okay. Um and as you as you flip through, uh you look in um and you see another spell. You I mean you see like allusions to the way that your your powers work. You see true sight um or the sight. Mm-hmm. Um you see all of this stuff. But it looks like everything comes with some sort of cost. Uh not not everything, not every cost is life. Uh it can be time, it can be your free will. Um it can be all sorts of things, uh, but everything comes with a cost. And then you flip into a section uh, where this cost doesn't really matter that much. In times of great stress or great peril, your mind may forego needing to make an offer up front and instead have the effect and like whatever the cost is will catch up with you it's it's basically like taking out a loan okay it's a defense mechanism you basically learn that the way you've been using your powers is like the worst case scenario interesting Ooh. um and like you, you flip through, and like the cost um, for the site is the ability to see. Um, so you are able to see true things. You are able to see that that spiritual light, uh, but you were not able to see anything else. Um, so things may be invisible that would otherwise be visible. Um, you can see all 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 sorts of different things. The one that doesn't seem to have any sort of like sacrifice that needs to be made um is a spell called hex um and that is only because uh divine retribution is brought upon the one that it is being used on okay and even in even in that case things can still happen you find the concept of glitches and all that stuff yeah 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 okay Kale. Yeah. Um and you would like in hindsight know that the well, the um cost for this truth seeking spell is a a truth of your own. You learn one concept and basically unlearn another. And it needs to be something of equal or greater importance. So if you wanted to learn to cook, you would need to forgo the ability to fish. But that's more of a general sort of thing. It seemed as if the demon had something in particular it wanted you to find out. <sighs> okay. She she braces herself. And I guess to Frank she goes um before i do this spell 
is there is there anything you want me to know any any anything in particular you want out of it this is like my one good deed Mary Mhm I want you <laughs> I want you to get to know your enemy The Wendigo The Wendigo I want you to learn the origin of the Wendigo's creation and I want to use this spell to do it Okay but don't ever say, don't ever say, I didn't do anything for you. Okay. And I say the spell, it's super spooky. Ooh. <laughs> say the, just say the word, Mary. Oh, am I actually, oh. Sorry, I didn't see that you sent me something, <laughs> and I was like, wait, what the, fuck, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? The you magic word is please. Word. Okay, she uses, she uses a very dramatic voice, uh, and goes, Lear Za. And what a mighty fine Za it is. <laughs> yeah. As your vision, <laughs> as your vision goes... <laughs> Dark, ah! as always. And, but this time you feel like you're falling. Oh, shit. And instantly, you are in this old western town. Oh. And you are holding a basket. You just stepped outside um, of a store a little grocery store one that you don't recognize just a little just a little uh, general goods store you step out of there with a couple of uh meats um some fruits uh just just general goods and you know in the back of your mind that you have to go back and make food for your father um and so the way the way back home is is busy you can see um these wagons the occasional car um it's this weirdly like it's this interesting town where it's it's out of time it's this it's this cowboy aesthetic uh but there's all of this like for for the time like really innovative technology um like cars and you can see like electrical lines running above um and you can see people fiddling with things uh you can see people creating art music um all of this sort of stuff you can see people working utilities. Everybody is always working in the town of Nirvana. Oh. Um, and as you arrive back at home, uh, you open the door. And your father isn't there. But you glance around at all of these beautiful, beautiful statuettes. These... 
these these little men that you've created out of stones that he'll bring home from the mine. And then it happens. The ground shakes once and then twice. And you can see a portrait of a girl about 10 years old. Her hair done in these ratty pigtails sitting upon her father's shoulders, this big, burly man, covered in soot, as a panel from the floor above falls down and cuts it in half. You feel the need to go to the quarry. You need to make sure your father is safe. And so you turn tail and you open the door, leaving the groceries behind. Running, the ground is shaking more and more. These geysers opening up. This multicolored liquid flowing out. It looks like lava, except, again, this multicolored rainbow sort of kaleidoscopic liquid. Looking at it too much hurts your head as it gushes out of the ground. And you run faster and faster until finally you reach the quarry, running down, tumbling through rocks. You reach the cave entrance, the service elevator. You hit the switch. And then finally, the greatest shake of all. The rope lowering you down comes loose and you fall into the darkness. You wake up several hours later, or it feels like several hours later, and you look around at the state of this place. This, this tunnel where your father came to work, where he brought you all of those beautiful stones. You have to feel around with your hands. Get really, really close to things. Otherwise, it's pitch black. You look up a small, small, minuscule hole. You can see a glint of sunlight. But looking down, you understand why you can see a glint of sunlight because the ceiling collapsed on top of your father and the rest of his crew. They're dead. Long, long dead. You sit down. It hurts. Your own body is broken. You're trapped. And as time goes on, you find a source of water, of liquid. And you start to drink. Days have passed. This hunger grows. 
slowly bones shift antlers form underneath your face your face becoming this mask you can feel your true face forming out of your flesh hardening and then the hunger becomes too much as this hunk of meat sitting under these rocks becomes more alluring this ravenous hunger inside of you becomes irresistible you can't hold it back as your transformation is complete and the only thing you can think about is bringing your father back putting your father back together and that's where we're going to end the session <laughs>